Warning, the following recordings are vocal in nature. <laughs> this is Sound to the colony as W5311X44 found herself gazing up at the tree from which she had first crawled onto the surface. She had no idea how she had gotten here. Her last memory was of meeting the mantis, that powerful creature. And then, nothing. She felt the wet, squishy moss underfoot. Almost all light had disappeared from the sky, and now the sun was out of view, leaving behind a fading band of red on the horizon. An entire day, sun up to sunset, had passed. This, W5 realized, is how time is measured on the surface. How beautiful. She waited until all the red was gone from the sky. The evening darkness caused W5 little concern, because where she was headed, there was no light. The mantis had instructed her to return to the colony, to do something. But what? With this question resonating inside of her mind, W5 entered back into the tree and down towards the colony. The mantis's words were so strange. What had she meant by take off your mask forever? Lost in thought, W5 easily switched back to using her powerful sense of smell. Crawling rapidly through the darkness, she was soon back to the place where the hollow root narrowed. I'm near the workshop, she thought to herself with a mixture of excitement and anxiety. She thought of her dear friend X-48 and hoped that everything was okay. As before, she squeezed down through the narrow tunnel with leg pushes and popped down to the workshop floor. She paused for a moment, her antenna resting on the ground. She must have been imagining it, but she thought that she sensed a low vibration through the root wall. Wait. There. She wasn't imagining it. Strange, faint rhythms were resonating through the hollow root wall. From this distance, even a low level of vibration signaled a massive amount of movement in the colony. What was happening? She crawled as quickly as she could up the root wall and squeezed out through the crack 
back into the abandoned ventilation tunnel. She briskly covered the distance back to the spot where a thin patch of soil covered the exit to the main tunnel. This is where she had split up with X-48. She placed her antenna against the soil patch. There was no doubt about it. She had never sensed this many separate vibrations in the colony in all her life. What could cause so many ants to be moving at once? It took just a few seconds to cut through the thin patch of soil that X-48 had hastily constructed. W-5 quickly resealed the hole and sped off down the tunnel towards Node 12. W-5 was considering what might happen when she caught up with her sisters from Node 11. Had any ant noticed she was gone? Were they even still working? W-5 had a sinking feeling but nothing could have prepared her for what she saw when she arrived at Node 12. The space was throbbing with activity. Ants were squirming and churning. And then W5 noticed a scent that explained everything. Intruders. Ants from another colony had somehow broken through and were on the attack. W5 had seen enemy ants in the upper nodes before, but they had always managed to drive any attackers away. But here in node 12, they were deep into the colony, and there was such a terrible number. W5 watched as four attacking ants pinned a lone ant against the node wall. Three of the attackers grabbed the defender's legs, locking their mandibles around them. The fourth began to cut into a joint of the defender's exoskeleton. W5 knew what was coming next. A spray of formic acid from the attacker's abdomen would penetrate the cut, and this would mean certain death. W5 sprang into action, charged the four attackers, and rammed the fourth just as she sprayed a blast of acid into the air, narrowly missing the defender. Still wearing her mask, W5 swung her clay mandibles with tremendous force, driving back the attackers and creating a space between them. Colony defenders poured into the open space and drove the attackers back further. Only then did W5 realize that she had saved X-48. She would know her closest sister sent anywhere. Amidst the chaos, no ant noticed as W5 and X-48 locked antenna. The familiar scent of the communication pheromone was suddenly thick in the air around them. We were attacked. So many of us were foraging and working on tunnels that the few guards at the main entrance were overwhelmed. The enemies are everywhere now, working their way down. Both ants knew the attacker's target, the Queen's Chamber, Node 18. There's little time. Go to the Queen. Take her through the hollow route. That is the only way to escape. Bring the Queen to the surface. W5 was stunned. Didn't X-48 realize that this plan would expose the secret workshop? The Queen would know the truth. They would be punished severely. But then, 
W5 finally felt the full weight of their situation, and a new understanding crystallized in her mind. The colony was finished. The attackers would work their way down to the Queen's chamber, steal as many eggs as they could carry, and wreak havoc on their way out. There would be no emergence this summer, W5 realized. She was slowly drowning in a deep sadness. This was the last cycle of the colony. This was the end. Not the end. X-48's voice was weak and halting. Her sister's injuries were worse than she had realized. I'll carry her out of here, thought W5. She moved to grip X-48's uninjured leg, but the mask's clay mandibles couldn't close all the way down. Go, my sister. Go. To the queen. But before you go, tell me of the surface. W-5 refused to accept what was happening. Again, she tried to grip and pull X-48, but the clay mandibles slipped off of her leg with each effort. My sister, show me what you saw there in the light. W-5 then understood. She could still help her friend one more time. She concentrated, quieted the chaos raging in her mind, and brought up the memory of the sunrise that she had seen when she first reached the surface. What W5 saw in her mind, X48 also saw. She showed her sister the great yellow sun rising up over the trees flooding the world with its golden light. She showed X-48 the bright green moss and let her feel the moisture squishing around her legs. Then, in her mind's eye, she looked up into the trees and showed X-48 the birds. She heard their sweet song ringing through the forest and X-48 also heard the bird's song suddenly ended, and all at once, the birds burst up into the sky. W5 felt X-48's antenna relax and slowly unwind from around her own. Through the eye holes of her mask, W5 gazed one last time at her sister. Two words came into her heart and then overflowed radiating out into the space between them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. W5 passed her antenna over X48's now still form. Her scent was already gone. W5 felt hard mandibles suddenly clamp around one of her rear legs and spun around sharply, wrenching her leg from the attacker's grip. 
Three ants surrounded her, snapping their mandibles and closing in. Purpose and courage now took the place of sadness and fear, and she charged directly at the middle enemy, bowling her over backwards. She thrashed her giant clay head in a wide arc to her right, smashing into the second enemy's thorax, leaving her crumpled on the ground. Leaving behind the third attacker, she crawled at full speed out of node 12. W5 knew the shortest route to node 18 by heart, knowledge gained through a lifetime of tunneling. Everywhere she went, ants were grappling, tearing at each other with their mandibles and spraying acid. It was pure chaos. W5 focused only on her path, turning quickly left and right, following main tunnels to sub-tunnel shortcuts. Her sisters fought desperately, but it was obvious to W5 that the colony was overrun with enemies. There was little to gain in taking on the attackers now. All that remained was to save the queen. And W5, for the sake of her dear X-48, was committed to that task. No matter what, W5 arrived at Node 18, the Queen's Chamber, through a small, unused subtunnel. Attackers were streaming in from every side, carrying away the Queen's eggs and their mandibles. A see-through pupa, having just shed its larval casing, stumbled blindly through the chaos. A wall of majors surrounded the queen. This was the last line of defense, the queen's guard, and it was clear that they too would soon be overwhelmed. W5 approached them head on, trusting that her mask and scent would grant her access to the queen. The majors, believing W5 was one of their own, clacked their mandibles in coordinated unison and opened the line just enough for W5 to pass through before immediately closing the gap behind her. Inside the protective wall of her royal guard, the queen shifted nervously, her large antenna probing the air. She's afraid, thought W5, completely bewildered. The Queen's scent was overpowering, but W5's sense of responsibility to X-48 forced her into action. Wasting no time, W5 began pushing the Queen's huge body towards a tunnel opening nearby. This tunnel, according to W5's memory map, led to a diagonal sub-tunnel that cut all the way across to the Node 11 main tunnel. The Queen was incensed by W5's rude pushing, but sensed that this Major had a plan and knew that if they waited any longer, the attackers would close in and finish them all. The Queen's guard shifted formation to form a protective wedge around the Queen. Following W5's lead, they charted a rough course through the chaos raging around them. The smaller attackers were trampled underfoot and torn apart by the Major's massive mandibles. They made consistent progress across the chamber floor, slowed only momentarily as their enemies, sensing now the Queen's pungent scent, flung themselves wildly at the wedge. 
But the Queen's guard were all battle-tested and maintained their formation, moving with exact precision and brutal force. Before long, they reached the small tunnel entrance on the side wall of the chamber. As one, the entire guard clacked their mandibles and in one flowing movement changed formation into a defensive arc around the tunnel opening. Here, the Queen's guard would make its last stand. The Queen was surprisingly slow to move and required a strong push from W5 to get her into the tunnel. Pushing and pulling all the way, W5 guided the Queen through countless twists and turns until they emerged into the wide space of the Node 11 main tunnel. All around them, the crumpled bodies of lifeless ants littered the ground, so many that W5 and the Queen had to crawl over them. W5 knew that they had to be near the hidden entrance to the tunnel leading to the hollow root, but the massive battle had left behind scent trails everywhere. W5 rubbed her antenna all along the tunnel walls, searching desperately for the spot that X-48 had shown her only twice before. Sister, W-5 cried out inside her mind. Show me the way. W-5 stopped suddenly. It was faint, but she was sure that she had caught a trace of X-48's scent. This has to be it, thought W-5. She pushed her mandibles into the soil but quickly realized the clay mask couldn't penetrate the wall. She turned, and even in the darkness, could sense the queen's anxiety. It was only a matter of time before enemies discovered them. W5 had only one choice. The mask had to come off. Pressing against the edges of the mask with her front legs, W5 pushed away out slid her mandibles, then her antenna. W5 crawled back, her comparably small head once again fully exposed. The mask rested on the ground. The queen, utterly confused, ran her antenna first over the lifeless mask, then over W5, back and forth, finally coming into a royal stillness. W5 knew that this was a delicate moment. The queen drew close to W5 and pushed her gently back towards the wall, encouraging her to dig. She has accepted me, despite my treachery, thought W5 with a surprised relief, but then quickly realized that this queen had little choice. Outside of her chamber, her guard now defeated, the queen had no knowledge of her own colony. She could neither navigate the tunnels nor dig into the soil. I, thought W5, am the queen's only hope. With inspired effort, W5 made short work of the thin patch of soil and, once again, the abandoned tunnel leading to the hollow root was opened. W5 roughly pushed the queen through the hole and, for the last time, sealed it behind them. 
the queen was unaccustomed to such intense effort, and W5 pushed her from behind all the way to the hollow root wall. She scaled it quickly and then waited for the queen, who clumsily followed behind. The queen hardly fit into the small crack in the root, but with determination, W5 forced the queen's huge, round body through. Then they were scaling the inside wall down into the workshop. The queen was in a state of shock. Her entire life was spent in one node, laying eggs, attended by countless servants. This experience was disorienting and more uncomfortable than she could have ever imagined. The very notion of being led by a mere worker. How ridiculous, thought the queen. But nothing on their escape so far could compare to the insult of what happened next. W5 climbed up, abdomen first, into the narrow ventilation tunnel that led up and out of the workshop, through the hollow root, all the way to the surface. Wedging her body into the tunnel with her rear legs, she reached down and began to pull at the queen, directing her up the stacked platforms. The queen resisted with all the strength her weak body allowed. There is absolutely no way I'm going in there, thought the queen defiantly. It was then that W5 sensed the vibrations of many ants moving quickly down the abandoned tunnel. Both W5 and the queen clearly heard ants crawling up the root wall just on the other side of the workshop. Icy fear propelled the queen to swallow her pride and push inside the tunnel. W5 pulled with all her strength dragging the queen up behind her. This effort pushed the depleted W5 to the limit. For a moment, they appeared to be completely stuck. Below them, they could hear enemy ants pouring through the crack in the root and down into X-48's workshop. All this work will be lost, thought W5 as if it never happened. But I remember you, sister. W5 found some last shred of strength, and, though it felt that her legs might detach from her body with the effort, pulled the queen the rest of the way up. Soon, the tunnel widened, and W5 spun around to face forwards. She sped off along the hollow root tunnel, the queen struggling to keep pace. W5 paused to listen in the darkness. If the attackers followed them up into the route, all was lost. Silence. They continued crawling and before long reached the massive, submerged root chamber, the last stage before the surface. The queen was utterly stunned and, like W5 before her, couldn't even move. W5 was already scaling up the rotting chamber wall, and the queen quickly followed. Who is this worker? The queen wondered. The mad dash up and out of the colony finally ended in the damp, 
musty base of the old tree. W5 guided the queen to the towering arched exit, the hole in the tree bottom that led out onto the surface. A rising sun greeted the two ants gazing out from the tree. Unlike her first experience, this time W5 was more familiar with the surface and was excited, not afraid, to set out. It was hard to believe, but the colony they had left behind was gone. Their home, everything they had ever known, now lay in ruin. Knowing there was nothing to which she could return, W5 felt something she had never experienced. She was free to go in any direction that she chose. No more orders from majors, no more tunneling, cleaning larvae, and repairing node chambers. I think I'll look for that mantis, thought W5. She stepped boldly out onto the moss, but felt the queen's antenna on her abdomen. The queen was hungry. A wave of sadness swept through W5, and for a moment, she felt the old weight of obligation to the colony. There is no colony, W5 reminded herself. There is only the sun, and its light will shine upon me and guide my way. Where these words came from, she did not know but they assured her that she was correct in doing what she did next. She turned slowly to face the queen, bowed her head low to the ground, and slowly crawled backwards out of the tree. The queen was completely still, watching the scene unfold in disbelief. When W5 was 10 lengths from the queen, she slowly turned and raised her head. Bathed in the golden light of the new day, she walked alone into the forest.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Tales. This completes the Into the Light story series. Did you learn anything new about ants? If you made any cool artwork, tag me on Instagram at Sound Tales Podcast, and I'll be sure to put it on the feed. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast to get all the newest episodes when they come out. If you're enjoying Sound Tales, leave a rating. It will help other people find out about the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is Sound Tales.